0: Welcome back to Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for professional life and business coaches. Pick up new skills, ideas, and inspiration for your own coaching business with Coach Pep Talk. This episode is brought to you by our show sponsor, Life Coach Office. Go pro and manage your coaching clients online with Life Coach Office, the software for managing your coaching business totally online. We had a beautiful testimonial posted on one of our Facebook pages for Life Coach Office last week, and I'd love to share it with you. It's from an international woman, Monique Dahl, who is a psychologist, life and parenting coach. And this is what she says about Life Coach Office. Just wanted to share, I'm so happy I found LCO. I signed up for the free trial and 10 days ago and was impressed with the simplicity, yet the integrity of the system. As I combine online lessons and one-on-one coaching in my programs, it is so great and easy to connect both parts in one system. My clients are also very happy as it gives them the tools as well to get the most out of their learning process. Thank you, Binet and Kimberly, for bringing the system into the world and the perfect customer care. Thank you, Monique. If you'd like to give a Life Coach office a try, please sign up for the seven-day trial and see if it will work for your coaching business too. I hope it does. You can go to universalcoachingsystems.com slash try-lco and I will put that link in our show notes. I'm super excited to have Jenny Mitchell from Jenny Designs on the show today. Jenny has been my friend for many years, but last year she took over the maintenance of my website. And I have to tell you, it's been such a relief to have everything on my site maintained to such a high standard. In this episode, Jenny shares with us, basically gives us some straight talk about planning your website, costing your website, and maintaining it. I know there's a lot of kind of mystery or different price ranges and, and things out there, but Jenny really is a, gives you a trusted, honest voice on what you can expect when you're planning your coaching website. So I'm very excited to welcome Jenny to the show today. Hi, thanks for having me thanks so much for coming on, Jenny. okay, so let's get straight into it. I've got so much I want to cover. we've got about twenty minutes, so is it okay with you if we just jump straight into the first question? let's do it. okay. what kind of planning should coaches do before they even consider hiring someone to do their website?
1: Okay, so there's three things I think are really important with this uh, first, you need to have a brand in mind. you need to at least know what niche you're going to be working in and kind of um have some content to go along with that. Uh, And then secondly, you need to know your intentions for your website. You need to know what you want to do with it, what you wanna show the people that come to it. Um, Do you wanna grow your email list? Do you wanna sell your products? Do you wanna write helpful articles or book coaching sessions um, or all of the above? Uh, It's important to know what you want the website to do so that you can go to the website designer with a clear and concise plan. Uh, it saves you time and saves you money.
0: So, then, would you would you describe those as like goals, like goals for a website?
1: Yeah, you could say goals, things that you want to accomplish. Um, you know, just how what your what your main goal is for the website. Yeah,
0: I would say. Okay. that would. And just out of curiosity, how many goals or intentions should a coach? Um, plan on having for the website like does it need to do 50 different things or is one goal enough what is Um, there or does it matter
1: it does well my opinion is that the simpler the better so the more streamlined it is the more simple it is for the person to use and the more directed it is you can have 50 products as long as it's directed in a clear and concise product uh you know way but that's not usually the way it goes. So I, you know, would I would pick two or three of those things, and right. then and then really concentrate on those. Really find what what um, really what your heart is telling you you want to do. You know, because this is going to take your time. So it's important, you know, to know exactly what you wanted to do. Okay. Um, and then the third thing is um, to find. It's really important. That you know kind of in your mind's eye how you want the website to look and feel. So I always tell all my clients to get two or three websites that you like, find them, and then write down notes on why you like them and what you like about them so that you can go to the designer and just say, This is what this is a website I like, this is what I like about it, so they can kind of, you know, work off of that and build off of that.
0: Okay, so two or three and sort of borrow ideas and be ready to inform whoever you're working with about the look and the style that you like. Kind of like if you were going to decorate your house, you would kind of go with samples and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, Can we come back just to point one, which was brand? You talked a little bit about niche and content Mm on your brand. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe flesh that out a little bit more for people who are listening.
1: Well, um, you know, if you're coaching And you have a website and you've got, you know, you want to have a brand that's easily discernible. You want to have a brand that's uh, memorable Um, and you want everything to fit together. You don't want to have, you know, your niche be uh, financial coaching and then your product be something about leadership. You want everything to fit together. You want the content to fit your brand. You want the content to fit your niche. And it's good to have that up front so that you're not in the middle of a website you know, project. And all of a sudden you're like, "Ooh, I don't really actually want to do finance. I want to do leadership. And then you have to revamp everything. It's important to know that up front.
0: I love to hear you say that, Jenny. So, cause a lot of times coaches can be, cause we, we kind of are um, able to work with lots of different audience types. So what I'm hearing from you is that, there. If you're gonna have a website, it really needs to hone in on one specific area. Mm-hmm. It, or, yeah. it does. Okay, and right. that really helps. And it
1: could be. It could be. A, it can be a broad subject like financial coaching is. Is a broad subject. You know, there's a lot of things within that. But you know, you don't want to do like, you know, weight loss with finance, or you know. Gotcha. Alone.
0: Yes, <laughs> it starts to become a little bit um, unclear. Right. Okay, excellent. So we've got three parts of planning. So let's go to the next question. Um, okay. What are the main things that you think a coach has got to have these days on his or her website?
1: Um, I think you really need to have a great catch. You need to have, you know, it can be a freebie. It can be an awesome newsletter. Um, I personally think a great way of catching someone's interest is to have a great about me section. Where the person really gets to know you and gets to know your, you know, why you're doing what you're doing, um, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I would say the most popular thing right now is to have a freebie, have someone sign up in your opt-in, get their email address, and give them the freebie, and then from there you can start to upsell them to your products and your services. So, I think that's the most important part of a coach's website. Um, yeah. So. And then
0: and then followed by a really good about, is it an about me page or is this about me information on the homepage?
1: Uh, well, of course on the homepage, it's good to be clear and concise and really get out there who you are, um, which will also come through on your brand too. So if you have a clearly defined brand that will, that helps along with that. But, you know, to have a really um, enticing about me on the, the homepage and then have a full about me page, you know, where you kind of go into how you got into what you're doing and why you feel called to do it. I, I find that to be, that keeps me on the site is getting okay. to know
0: the person okay so really making that that personal connection um mm-hmm. one thing that i've seen just in the in the clients that i've worked with in the past um looking at coaches about me pages sometimes they can be really really long and dramatic stories um mm-hmm. do you have a view on is that good or um like what an, an ideal about me page should look like feel like um should it, well, be, a sub, should it be short You don't want to go
1: so long that, you know, you lose the reader, but you can break things up on a page in the design process where, you know, you might have a lot to say, but you can break it up with images and stuff to keep the reader enticed. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that it can't, about me, pages can get kind of off course. I think if you stay on course and you say, this is why I choose to do this. This is how I came to this point in my life and what my experiences is experiences, and say it in a personal way to where the person feels like they're getting to know you. I think that's the best. So it, it's not really a, a length. Um, keep the paragraph short, but as far as how many paragraphs you write, I don't think it, you know, you don't want to write a 10 page book, but um, you know, keep it, keep it simple, keep it personal and keep it within your brand and your niche too
0: yeah and I liked I really liked that like you can keep the the you really want to keep the reader engaged so if they're starting Mm -hmm. to fall asleep with you know the dragon yeah it's a good it's a good indicator and you can break it up with pictures and stuff like that I think pictures really make a big difference I agree I agree it's
1: it's all about letting people get to know you it's sharing snaps snapshots of your life
0: right so yeah yeah making it real okay excellent Mm -hmm. so let's um, sort of take a sideways step now. And if, um, you know, for the coaches who are listening to the show, who mm-hmm. are about to get their website down, or maybe they're about to get a makeover, and mm-hmm. they're like, really terrified about getting the right people to help them, because it can be a little bit scary, especially when you don't have a lot of technical experience yourself mm-hmm. to, to choose the right person. So um, how should a, a coach go about Hiring their help like and where should they look and what do they look for and? What kind of alarm bells should they look out for?
1: Um, well, I uh, There are so many avenues to look it is overwhelming Uh, so my Go-to is look for recommendations when you're looking at those websites that you like um, You know contact them if you like them a lot you like the design of the website You like how it works contact that person and say who did your website? or ask a friend recommendations. I think personal recommendations are the best and really only way to get a good website designer nowadays, because there's so many of us.
0: Yeah. That's um,
1: so true. and there, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, the thing is, is that you can go out there and, and oftentimes when you're wanting a website, you want something quick, you want it cheaply or less expensive. I don't hate to say cheap, but, you know, you do get what you pay for when it comes to websites. So, you know, if you go to fiverr.com and you find someone that's saying, Oh, I'll build your website with all of these bells and whistles for $100, you know, be wary of that. Most, okay. you know, you're, I've worked on and redesigned websites that have come from that, you know, kind yeah. of process. I know, one, and it's,
0: <laughs> I know the one you're talking about.
1: <laughs> and it's, it's, as far as I've, Seen in my experience it never turns out well
0: yeah. yeah okay so so what I'm hearing then is that um an alarm bell is that if it's too fast and too cheap and it's got too many features then um you, you should be wary yes exactly <laughs> okay. exactly yeah, no I totally agree with that <laughs> okay um, And, um, so, and to go to look by just getting a referral from somebody that you trust or a website Mm -hmm. that you like. Um, and then once you actually are in the process of interviewing that designer, what specifically should a coach be looking for in that, in that person?
1: Well, ask for a a portfolio, see what they can do. Um, and I guess just personality wise because this is it's the relationship you know mm-hmm. when you're when um, I work with the client it's not about you know just getting something out there it's about getting to know the person that I'm making the website for so you as the client also need to get to know your website designer you're going to be talking them to them a lot you're going to be working with them a lot um, and you need to know that you can get along with them that you you know if you find their emails grading, it's not going to be a pleasant experience, (laughs) you know? So I think that the best thing to do is, is feel them out. See if you like their portfolios, see what they can do. And maybe even, I mean, contact most portfolio pages with the website designers and developers. They'll have links um, to the websites that they've made and you can contact those people and ask for recommendations as well and kind of see what their, what their, Um, experience was with them and see if you can work out with them
0: (laughs) so you can you can check their references (laughs)
1: right check their references which sounds like a lot of work um a lot of it's just intuition you know unfortunately uh when you're hiring someone unless and and that's when it comes back to recommendations too is it all comes down to recommendations you know oh my friend used this person and their friend used this person and you know yeah a good standing so
0: okay no that's great um really good insights there thank you okay so i know this is the question that every coach wants to know if they haven't stepped into this space yet but how much should a coach expect to pay for a decent website okay so this is
1: this is really (laughs) tough to answer actually
0: um it
1: there's so many different things that can change the price on a project. as it stands now, the average website costs it, the project price is usually between I would say uh, two thousand dollars and up depending is on that, what you want
0: is that u s that dollars
1: that's u s dollars okay. and that's that's on the low end but it you know it depends on what you want like for a life coach website, say you want a homepage you want an about page you want uh, contact me and a services page. That's four pages, maybe five or six, you know, you could get away with probably around 1,500, but most often you're not going to be able to find a website designer to go less than that. 1,500 okay. US. And so come in prepared, you know, to budget for that much.
0: Mm-hmm. You might,
1: you might find some, you know, higher on the spectrum and lower, but between one thousand five hundred and I would say about three thousand for a, a life coach website so it's if important.
0: if someone comes in for about eight hundred or something that that should set my alarm bells off then
1: um, Well, it depends on again, how many pages you have mm-hmm. i I've, I've done websites for that price, but it was a three page website where it was literally like nothing on it except for a home page, an about page, and a contact page okay. so um it de- it's very project oriented like it's very subjective and there's a lot of people i'm sure who would listen to this and say ah she's charging too little or ah she's charging too much uh-huh. you know this is just what i usually charge um and i know i know a lot of people would it's because it is personal, you know. Yeah. As far as what they. Yeah. Mean.
0: No, it seems pretty consistent with um with what I found on the mar- in the marketplace too. I yeah. think those those are pretty fair. And if, I mean, that website we were referring to before, I think that came mm-hmm. that was like a proper big website, and they quoted about eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. for it with all mm-hmm. the bells and whistles and the email lists and everything. And so that's I think yeah you that's an alarm bell. Yeah. yeah can't get an all singing all dancing super fancy website for that right, one, right? unless it's you know some genius kid student who <laughs> and yeah. even then the communication channels and project management skills might not be <laughs> <right>. <laughs> true You <laughs> get what you pay for okay so just, yeah. just before we leave the cost thing this sort of 1500 to 2000 thousand dollar website does that have an email opt-in list does it have any uh, fans other bells and whistles
1: it would have um, yes, you would have an opt-in. It in, it, it usually includes the premium theme um, and the plugins and all that all that's worked into the price. Um, and it would have an opt-in. It would have a contact page. It would have an about page. You know, some pop-ins if necessary. Um, not you know adding like a membership site or adding a booking page or something like that would raise the raise the price. Go so ahead. that's just a very basic like here's my freebie, here's my products. maybe have some paypal buttons on there, you know, nothing nothing too involved would be mm-hmm. at the lower price end. So
0: Okay. No, that's that's great clarification. Thank you. Okay, so um, we we do need to wrap up, but I, okay. I really do want to touch on this one because I know from personal experience and from um, a lot of coaches that I've um, just known. And worked with that ongoing maintenance for a site is often overlooked coaches will go in and they'll budget for the all singing all dancing site to be created but Mm -hmm. there are actually some ongoing costs and maintenance um, activities that need to happen to keep everything healthy and ticking over properly Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that and maybe help coaches get their head around what to expect once their site is actually live
1: of course Um, So with ongoing maintenance, the basics are, is making sure that your website is backed up, making sure that all of the plugins and themes and WordPress itself is updated. And also keeping an eye on the security of the website and keeping an eye on, you know, things like broken links that can hurt your SEO scores and and turn people, you know, off your site. Um, And also,
0: Oh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> so it's backed up. Um backed the up. plugins are updated. The yes. Security yes. is regularly checked, the broken links are fixed for search engine optimization right.
1: and just just having a person watch over all the time. If your site crashes for some reason, which does happen, it's the professional looking at it and being like, "Okay, I can fix that right away." And mm. I know it's down. It's adding the content that you need. A lot of times the websites nowadays It's not as easy as just going in and editing some text here and there. You know, sometimes they're more complicated and you need to have someone actually go in and put your blog posts in for you and things like that. So maintenance is really important just for the security of your website. If you don't update everything, hackers look for that so quickly. And if your website's hacked, then Google finds out and your clients find out. And it's really bad. So
0: (laughs) really bad. (laughs) was
1: really bad <laughs> you get blue hair
0: and warts all over your face <laughs> yes. you're
1: you're ostracized from the website yeah. community no but i mean that's important to, to know that that's there and that your site's secure and everything um also if you don't update those and don't keep an eye on that uh things can start to break on your website it starts to look unprofessional it starts to look old uh and that's a good sign of you know if someone's looking for someone to be their life coach, they want to see a dynamic, awesome, you know, responsive website. So, having things broken on it, or um, not showing up, or images that aren't there, things you know that are a slow site will turn people away from your website. So, it's important to maintain it, and uh, it's you know, it's something that can be done yourself if you have some background in it. But if you don't, it can be really confusing and Many times I've seen people where all of a sudden their site's gone <laughs> and they don't know what to do and they end up calling me. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good to just hire a professional, have them maintain the site for you. You don't have to worry about it. You can email them with any questions. It's just, it's peace of mind. It's peace of mind that your website's going to continue working.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And what, can, what can it, should a coach expect to pay for that maintenance package, I suppose? Um, well...
1: It varies. the The ba- very basic plans uh, usually are between fifty to a hundred dollars. Uh, for Is my plan, I, it's sixty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes up from there. There's, I mean, there's different kinds of plans. All you know, all under the sun. But mine go up. You know, as the next plan, I add hours. So then you can contact me and say, "Oh, I need this fixed on my website," and that you know, is free within your maintenance plan. So each plan just goes up and has more hours. But the basic ones are around 60. I think the most expensive one I have is 150 a month. I'm not
0: sure. So a basic maintenance plan would include backups and plug-in updates and regular security checks and just that awareness Mm -hmm. that if the site is always up and always live and a regular uh, broken link check for search engine optimization. Is that right. right, and then
1: if yes, and oftentimes when you do update plugins or things, some things on the site can kind of go wonky, uh-huh. and so you've got to know how to fix them. So that's mm-hmm. where having because paying someone an hourly rate can add up really quickly. So okay. if you have them on a maintenance plan, it's just easier because then when I update a plugin on a site and it makes images disappear, I fix that. That's within the maintenance plan.
0: Got it.
1: Okay. Yeah, on that so okay
0: that's great I'm and I'm hoping for our listeners that this whole this whole maintenance area is is something if you were already aware of it fabulous but if you weren't that now you can start to budget for it and 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 make sure that that kind of work is being done because Mm -hmm. I know that sort of before I met Jenny I was a little bit lax with that kind of stuff and now (laughs) I everything is just tip-top shape and it just feels really good Um, um gives it, like you said, Jenny, it's peace of mind. Okay. We've got to wrap up. We went a little bit over, but we, man, I think Jenny, you gave us so much fabulous information for anybody out there listening. Who's about to start their website. Now I know before we go that you have a website planning checklist that you offer Mm -hmm. as your freebie on your website. If someone wants to get a hold of that, to start just planning their own website and do some of that early thinking in those three steps, um, Mm -hmm. where can they get that?
1: Okay. It's, it's actually on my website. Um, it's jenny-designs.com. And it's right there on the homepage. Just sign up for my newsletter and you'll get the freebie in your email. Excellent. Okay.
0: Thanks. So just sign up for the newsletter. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing all of this fabulous information with um, coaches all over the world.
1: Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) All
0: right. I'm sure we'll catch you soon.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.